Do you have a podcast that you're passionate about? Are you looking for a professional studio to help bring your vision to life? Then look no further than Crux Media Group Studios, located at 903 West Evans Street in Florence, South Carolina. Crux Media Group Studios is a full-service podcast studio that offers recording, editing, consultation, live streaming video recording, and more. We have state-of-the-art equipment and a team of experienced professionals who can help you create a podcast that is professional, polished, and engaging. Whether you're a first-time podcaster or a seasoned pro, Crux Media Group Studios can help you take your podcast to the next level. Contact us today at 843-407-1673 to learn more about our services and to schedule a consultation. And welcome to the very V-A-R-Y Necessary Podcast Woo 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 I'm going to do a little something different this go around I'm going to say in the very beginning Catch us on all podcast platforms You can catch us on uh, Instagram at The Very Necessary Podcast mm-hmm. um, And also our email, I'm sorry, our website Is the V-A-R-Y Necessary Podcast.com because at the end of the show, it might be a little too late. Yeah. So I want to let y'all was, know That was now. a part of our social media audit. Yes. So I was recently at a um, spa conference and I had a young lady do a uh, audit of our podcast. And uh, she gave us lots of little jewels and tools to become more successful because she has a podcast herself. And, um, you know, I, I'm I'm all with the, you know constructive criticism anything i can do to be better i mean i think there's a way to give constructive criticism and still be truthful and factual yet fair and not rude um and i think that's where sometimes the lines get crossed because people internalize shit that really was put there to be helpful Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads into like what we're going to talk about on our show today. Um, a lot of times confrontation isn't, you know, it doesn't have to turn into a battle. Confrontation can just be, well, there's some shit that happened mm-hmm. and I want to talk about it. And I think because the world and I've I've said this many times on the show Y'all ain't ready for the truth a lot of times. You you like to live in, you know, falsities and lies and, you know, your own bullshit that you've constructed in your head. Um, a lot of times it don't make no sense. And sometimes it makes all the sense to you mm-hmm. and you only. But just because it's your reality, that doesn't mean it's factual reality. And a damn show don't have to be my, my reality. reality. Exactly. So, um... <laughs> What's what's your what's your take on confrontation? Confrontation, Vaughn. Um, so I I would rather we have our confrontation amongst each other mm-hmm. versus it being out to 
the masses, you know, mm-hmm. our friends. Like if if we got an issue, mm-hmm. you bring it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about it. You know, a lot of miscommunication or a lot of truth finding, truth fact finding can be in the confrontation. It just needs to be addressed. Um, if it's if it's and the truth, you know, is not always nice and that's where people get the confrontation because they are avoiding i think sometimes um of having it addressed it's easy to gain the amen choir Mm -hmm. in your confrontation than having the person that you have the issue with directly Mm -hmm. because a lot of people need that backup in that confrontation um i i feel like don't make me go to those lengths of having the confrontation where now I got to pull We're pulling in. out receipts. If I got to pull out the receipt, cause see both of us know the truth. Right. Don't, don't make me go there. Um, keep, let's, let's keep it in house. Let's yeah. keep the confrontation in house. Um, and then don't, but what about let's, let's, okay. I get the in house, but let's keep, the, the confrontation to the point where we can still be cool after the right. confrontation. Right. And that takes, that's, that's growth and maturity right there. Um, now it doesn't mean that if we have the confrontation, um, things will be the same. Th- things will be, don't, don't expect things to be, but don't expect things to be the same. However, Expect me to tell you how I feel. Yeah. And then it's up to you, the other person. It's mm-hmm. up to the other person how they move on from here. Because if I have the confrontation with you mm-hmm. and you're the receiving party and you're not feeling it, I can't expect, I would like, but I can't expect things to be the same. Because if you are against what is being said and decide to detour, then I have to let you detour. I can't expect us to still remain the same after the confrontation. I will only can hope mm-hmm. that we remain the same. But I think when you have two people on the same accord, like you want to maintain the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just like a, a man and a wife. I told my my boyfriend, that, like, you have to decide because we've been going through therapy. And I I basically kind of laid down the line in 2023. Like, well, not in 2023, but as as we were coming into 2024. I'm not doing this shit we was doing last year where we have to do, you know, counseling. So, um, basically, get your shit together or, or we can't move forward because at this point... I'm not doing this shit no more. Like we got to come to terms on what means more Mm -hmm. saving this and, and being together and getting along or it's always being a rift or there's always that elephant of the room in the room that we, we just can't reach a common ground on. So I feel like two individuals have to be on the same accord if if there is a possibility of saving something after the confrontation has been had well 
how do you end? Um, and I, I know it's different situations, but in a situation, at the end of it, it says, "Where do you want to go from here?" Yeah, you know, ask that question. Mm-hmm. Don't assume that you're good after you have the confrontation. Don't assume just because the person heard your argument and you've heard their argument mm-hmm. that now you know we've heard each other. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let it be an elephant in the room to say where are we going from here. Right. You you have to ask that question. What are we going to do? Yeah. What are we doing? Because what if you've heard both sides? What if both people have heard both sides, but they're still in their mind. That they're still gonna do what the fuck they've been doing, right? There we've we we just basically was talking to be talking because if we have decided on to move forward together and make this work, and you do some backward ass shit that jeopardize the 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 communication that we've had or the mm-hmm. the relationship that we are trying to build, mm-hmm. that's that is a slap in the face. That is, you use me. That is, um, you neglected me. That's everything under the sun because... How about that's, I can't trust you. I cannot trust you. Because I thought we were moving forward and you've basically set us back. Mm-hmm. So now you there's a trust issue. Yep. And I don't even want to do this with your ass no, no more. Because I can't no more trust chances. anything that you say. So when you tell me again, oh, I'm going to change, what, like last time? Yeah, that's why I don't understand. I think that's why we have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. We are easy to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get sad. I'll be hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know how to reroute my energy right. um, to move on from that situation. Mm-hmm. And... It's listen. You do that to me. You are done. Like we are done. Done. But now, hold on. We're done. Let's 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 Ooh. let's let's double back. Let's Mm-mm. double back for a minute. You're gonna like have somebody. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and like that's one of my favorite songs by Coco Jones. Double back. Um, but here's the thing. You're gonna have somebody who's listening to the show. Oh, so. Y'all have a problem and y'all talk it out and then everything is good. And then a person make a mistake. I mean, shit, ain't nobody perfect. People make mistakes. Shit happens. The same mistake. Mm. Yeah. The same. Sometimes. I got to, I got to, I have a problem with the same mistake. Right. Especially if that mistake is detrimental. Right. So like to me, a mistake to me is, so me and my, my, person we have a, a a issue with talking over each other uh yeah okay so to me that's a mistake that is we're we're working on it but yeah it's it's a problem to me mistakes you can't come past you can't get past is like you fucking up money you fucking other bitches like those are mistakes like really nigga I forgave you and you went back and did this shit again. Right. Like, that's like one of them, yeah, nah, I'm good. But I don't feel like, yeah, so you keep talking over me. I don't feel like that's an issue where I need to get out of this relationship. But if we constantly doing it, this shit that been going on a year, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, that confrontation... 
Um, it, it ain't gonna be too many confrontations we gonna have. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying to be harmonious. I'm trying yeah. to live my best life. Um, mm-hmm. in my mid forties, mm-hmm. and I, I ain't trying to go back to all this back and forth arguing. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get my feelings hurt a little easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't got time to. Sit there and oh Lord, people who mm, you got to be patient with me. Um, we I just ain't got the the energy for for all of that. Uh, I need to trust you. I need to believe in what you gonna what you said to me. You mm-hmm. made a mistake. Um, what are we doing to work on this mistake? Okay, I'm gonna take you back, Vaughn. I want you to really think about it because you just left a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um. Think about all your girlfriends, all your good, good girlfriends, your five good, good girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you had a blow up argument with your good, good girlfriend? I mean, these are friends that you've had for years. How many times have you had a, I don't see no turning back from this with your good, good girlfriends? I've never had that. Exactly. So this is what I told my friend. Your man is supposed to be your best friend, right? There's levels okay. to that. There's there's a level of intimacy that I have with my good good girlfriends, you included. Um, where even though we ain't fucking, there's still intimacy. Right. I share intimate things with you. I hug you. I kiss you. I I love you. I I, I think about. I get upset when people do you some kind of way. And and I'm I'm the the mean one, so I'd be like, they ain't gonna be fucking with my goddamn sister. Like that to me, that's an intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, with my level of intimacy for the people that I love, I should not be arguing with you on this level because I don't argue with motherfuckers I love. Right, I love them. You know that's that's so hard. I'm glad you said that. Arguing with someone you love, that's that is probably the most hurtful. It is. It is the most hurtful um position that you can be in mm-hmm. is arguing with the person that you, that's supposed to have your back. Yes. That's supposed to Protect be you. your protector and you arguing, mm-hmm. you're losing confidence. Mm-hmm. You are losing yourself in that mm-hmm. situation and it doesn't make you feel good. Have so you, why am I you, arguing? Haven't you been with a man who it's, it's been so toxic or so mm, that you felt like you've gotten anxiety with him. Yes. You ain't supposed to feel like yes. that. Yes. I've I've been in a situation where you just like, don't know oh that. Oh, God. And, not I, and today. I said this to this has been a while back, but I said this to a person. How can I trust you? To have my back in my most vulnerable time when I am hurting over here. And I'm trying to tell you what my hurt is. And I can't even talk to you Mm -mm. about how I'm feeling because it's always an argument on, oh, you're just being a crybaby. You're just being uh, sensitive. Oh, I'm tired of hearing that. Well, you're tired of hearing it because you ain't heard it from the start. You ain't hear it yet. Because at that point, every time I try to address it. Watered down. Watered down your emotions, and he has basically diminished. Dismissed, yeah, and dismissed. dismissed. Why? What? What's even going on? Like, if if I saw you crying, I'd be like, "Vaughn, what's wrong?" Yes, but I don't been around niggas who will look at me crying and be like, 
What's right. wrong? What's wrong with you? What's wrong now? Well, if the you heard me the first yeah. time and and help me address or understand what the the problem is, we won't be here. And then you expect me to trust you to protect me around these other people who I know don't have my back, who mm-hmm. I know is um out to to get me in mm-hmm. some shape, form, or fashion, and I can't even come to you. My my supposed to be my peace or my peace. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my significant other, mm-hmm. the man that I lay down with mm-hmm. and, and all that. And so now I'm battling this situation on my left. I'm battling. Should I talk to you? I can't even talk to you. Mm-mm. So where's where, your where, safe place? Where's that leading me? Where's yeah. that putting me? So um, you should never argue. You can have disagreements, mm-hmm. but you should never argue with the person that says they love you or you love them. So never so, be an argument. So we've so we're gonna decide that we should not be arguing. You should be what, talking. You should you should be you feel, talking you shouldn't feel anxious. You shouldn't feel anxious or anxiety not. with that person. Exactly. You shouldn't have to like make a decision. Walking on, on eggshells. Yeah. You shouldn't feel like you're you're tiptoeing in your own relationship or paraphrasing what you really want to say Speaking because in parables. you don't know because to me if you got to paraphrase what you're saying it's almost like I'm sugarcoating it where they're not really getting it and I, I want to speak on direct events and shit that was said mm-hmm. so you know hey I, I don't want you to ever talk to me like this again this offended me God damn it. Hey, because you know what, what I said? Well, this is what you said, and this is how it made me feel. And I got a problem with you not knowing what the fuck you said, sir or ma'am. Well, let's just say they didn't know that right. their tone was right. being delivered in a such way. Mm-hmm. Um, Now that I'm telling you what that tone makes, right. has made me feel like, because, you know, everybody have these little triggers, and yeah. I'm not trying to water it down, mm-hmm. but... um. You got to meet me where I am yeah. and let's work on this together. I Yes, this right here, I may be a little too sensitive in this area. So you know what? Let me understand why I'm too sensitive in this area and let me build myself right. up. But in the process, help me to get there by not having such tone with me. Right. And until I'm able to un- understand the problem, what's, what's going on, what's the underlying reason. And be open to and receptive to what that person says. So... I, I got a problem with profanity. I, I curse a lot. Y'all don't hurt me. I'm, my mouth is... Oh, I thought you were about to say you had a problem with people, like other people in profanity. I'm like, girl, you your mouth. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on. Because I do, in a sense. With other based people? On, yeah, how they talk to me. Like, okay. I just curse. That's me. I, I could curse just in fun. I'd be like, bitch, shut up. Like, right. but I'm not calling you a bitch. Right. It's just like, that's how I talk. But... And this is probably not the best. I'm working on it. I talked to Jesus about it. He's still working on it. He's on the main line. Tell yes. him what you want. But I, and, and I don't want to, you know, make this about relationships, you know, your partner. I want to make this about how you talk to your friends, how you talk to your parents, how you talk to your kids, how you talk to your coworkers. So like my, my, um, my supervisor, cause my boss is the Lord. Um, she got a slick mouth. So I've had to pull her aside a couple times after almost jumping on her and and let her know, like, uh, ma'am, ma'am, you're not going to talk to me like this, okay? You're not. 
You don't want it done to you. So you don't want it done to me. I don't care what position you are in because at the end of the day, um, we're both women, black women, and we deserve, we both deserve respect. So if you want my respect and I want yours, we have to talk to each other on a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. You will not demand anything from me. You will not put ultimatums in front of me. You will talk to me like a human being that works under your leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is how I've had to bring her down to kind of show her, you know, your, your approach is rude, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Um, cause you know, most of the time I just be quick to fly off the handle and be like, well, just meet me in the Walmart parking lot. Y'all know, oh, y'all know Lord. anything goes Why with, the in Walmart, Walmart parking lot. Because. Di- Why? I, I got to show. all the ratchetness go down yeah, at the Walmart parking lot. I got to show you this TikTok where, um, <laughs> my, my little white TikTok, uh, lady, she was telling the lady how she was going to beat her, you know what, in the Walmart parking lot. And it took me back to me because I'm quick to be like, well, if they got a problem with it, they can just meet me in the Walmart parking lot and we can fucking talk about it. So there's that. I think you can yell, scream, bam it out, shoot out, whatever in the Walmart parking lot. And ain't nobody coming. So anything that need to be solved will be solved there. Oh Lord! But don't, fat- don't don't meet no one in the Walmart parking lot, folks. Please, it don't have to resort to that. We don't, and and I can safely say that at forty seven, I'm at a level of. I used to want to fight everybody who they rubbed me the back. wrong way because that was my only way of letting someone know that they hurt me and that you know I gotta. Beat your ass with my hands in order to show you how I was affected by the hurt. But I no longer have to do that. I'm so thankful for growth. Yeah. Yeah. I got too much shit to lose. And you too pretty to be fighting. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. Somebody pulling off my and I'm not wig. Talking, well, not you know, just my <laughs> not just scratching up my face. Yeah, like Yeah, I don't I don't want to tussle. Mm-mm. I'm not because like, it makes you ugly. It does. And even fighting and arguing, it's stressful. It's yeah. stressful you're gonna here. You're going to be looking like you're 70 you see, when you're you 47. You see, you get crow's feet and smoke a lips because you, mm, you know how they got yeah. that. Mm. <laughs> y'all can't see what no, I'm, I'm, I'm going like, to mm. give y'all a ball up mouth face <laughs> and, and, the, and the squinched up eyes. And I'm going to show you how that fucks up with your wrinkles under your yeah. eyes and around your mouth. I, I want to smile. Like, make my life joyful and harmonious. Like, great. granted, every day is not going to be a good day. Sometimes I have appointments with my clients and I'm like, you know, my energy is off today. I'm not at my best. Let's reschedule. I'm going to get you in. I'm going to give you some extra time for free. Like, I just don't even want to put my hands on oh, you. Oh, really? When my energy, yes. I don't want to put my hands mm. and my, and my spirits and my nothing that's thoughtful on them or into them if my soul and my spirit is not <sighs> I right if i could do that in my job my energy is off today i do not want to come in there and mess up anyone's day so i'm gonna take a day off and then you don't necessarily have to take a day off you could still like go in your uh-uh, office i'm gonna take a day off oh okay well that's fine too yeah but it's just sometimes where i need to go in my office well i'm a i work with people so i kind of can't do that but my co-workers on my hallway will give me the opportunity to close my door turn my light off 
and kind of pray, meditate, whatever it is I need to do, what I have to do to recharge. And I would prefer that anyone who has an issue with me bring the issue. So here we are getting back on the the show for today because we don't want to go left. But I want people to address the issue with me. With me, not subliminally. Right. Not on a post. Right. Not rude, not confrontational. Hey, Yolanda, I got an issue with something you said. I got an issue with something you did. Is it possibly that we could sit down at lunchtime today and just talk about it? Because I really like you as a person. And um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that you like me as a person or, you know, we work together. So we have to, you know, be cohesive. So let's just sit down and talk about my issue that I had with you today. That's even like with a relationship. Hey, babe, um, I'm not happy. We're not seeing eye to eye on some things. I really love you. I really care for you. But things have to change in order for us to live harmoniously together. And um, let's just sit down and, and, and unpack all of this so that we're on the same page and we can make sure we're still working toward the same goals. You know, how how offensive could that be? Did you get it offended? Should, no, right. it, it should not be that approach mm-hmm. um, because of how it was delivered mm-hmm. um, seems very reasonable to me. Yeah, the tone, the was, tone, the tone yes. was right. We want to sit down. We want to talk. So it's not so a lot. A lot of times confrontation comes with like, let's say the person is standing over you. You're sitting or it's at a real inappropriate time. Like, let's say you're having a dinner party and I'm like, hey, Vaughn, let me talk to you about something real quick. Hold up. That was rude. Or you just come in blazing. Yeah. You come in already on a thousand. And Correct. the other person is not even on your level yet. Correct. So. So they're taken off guard. Right. So what do you think the interaction is going to be at that point? It's you've, you've already made the situation hostile. So I don't think people take shit like that into consideration. Okay. Let's even talk about. Uh, exposing your truth, mm-hmm. right? You've had the confrontation. You've had the situation where you uh, address that person. And, you know, you you at the end of that conversation, either you agree to disagree or you both on the same level. And so now you are um, telling your truth, but of course you may not be dropping names, right? But you're just telling your truth about Things that may have happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to leave the door open for somebody to insinuate that you're talking about them because you're not giving a name. Right. And then also is what another thing that can happen is the person's person who or persons who is intended for is going to totally overlook it because it wasn't addressed to them personally. Right. Um, and I don't expect me who you are speaking your truth on if it's about me to have a reaction because I don't know you're talking about me. Yeah. Don't expect me if I overlook it, mm-hmm. it's because it wasn't addressed, it, it wasn't addressed to personally to me. So speaking your truth, um, it's, it's always good to speak your truth, but 
make sure whoever you are addressing it to know Mm -hmm. that it is about them. Because one thing I don't like is the room for um, leaving the door open for anyone to assume it's about me or it could be about that person or it could be about this person. And then everybody is chiming in and speculating and and trying to figure out who it is that you're speaking of. Go direct to the source. Right. But I feel like to me, if it is a truth that's Mm -hmm. being told, you know, it should be to the person who is addressed to because. What was the point in even saying it? That person may not know that you even had a issue uh, with issue. them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and it kind of all goes to, you know, we just had the little Cat Williams um, outing. <laughs> and uh, I think that's kind of why we got on the subject of this topic today, because that was his truth. And what did we say, Vaughn? The truth ain't always pretty. The truth isn't pretty. And no one has come back and said that anything about what he said was a whole outright lie. Now, I feel like that day Cat Williams was drinking and Cat <laughs> Williams is always already a big presence with his Virgo self. Um, so he probably added some extra seasoning onto an already controversial story. So we we tend to take it a, a, a level 10 when it really should have been a seven sometimes when we when we hyped up and talking about stuff right but i i felt like everything that he said was very valid very true okay um and i feel like i have more respect for cat williams now because he he dropped them names i think with, that's with what everybody scenarios. appreciated um mm-hmm. how many times you have heard stories or you've heard this person did that to me, but who is this person? Who, 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 so is, it leaves who is us, they? It leaves us to kind of put the pieces to the puzzle together versus, yeah, he said Ricky Smiley. He said Steve Harvey. Um, and it, and I never jumped on the bandwagon and said, oh, I don't like Ricky Smiley anymore. I don't like Cedric the Entertainer anymore because those are two of my favorite comedians along with Kat. Never Whether a, they stole other people's content yeah, or not. I don't, I don't give a damn. <laughs> the other person may not have delivered as good as they did. Correct. You never know, you know? Yeah, because I saw the the joke that Kat said that Cedric stole from him. Mm-hmm. And I actually think Cedric did it better. And that's probably why Cedric saw it. And he said, I can spin this to be a little bit better. Let me put my stank on it. Yeah. So, and that's what he did. Now... <sighs> What what is stole something? Because how many songs have you heard with old beats from the seventies, eighties on them? You hear them now, and you say, "Oh, that's so and so from but, X, Y, and Z." But, I, I know that beat. I know that melody. I know that hook. Everybody's stealing shit. So let's let's talk about that versus the the comedians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only time a person gets upset about stealing something is when you don't give them credit for what the work they put in for it. Correct. Or so, when somebody does it better than you. Or when somebody does it better than you. Mm-hmm. So think about the artist. Um, I can't remember. I think it was um, Robin Thicke mm-hmm. when they tried. when Blurred Lines. Uh, blurred lines. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that he stole Marvin Gaye's um, 
it was Marvin Gaye's beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Marvin Gaye would have had a problem or whoever owned the rights to that mm-hmm. music would have had a problem if he would have acknowledged um, that. But see, Blurred Lines, they said... And acknowledge also comes with mentioning and paying someone. Right. You go... Exactly. And then when, you know, money is time, mm-hmm. as we all know, mm-hmm. and um, just give me my accolades. If you mm-hmm. want to... But see, it's when you don't acknowledge Mm -hmm. and then you use it for your own as if you created this. Now, maybe if Cedric or whoever the other comedians acknowledged, um, you know, somewhere in their credits. I got this maybe saying if he had, if Cedric had said, so I heard this joke joke, joke before from my homeboy Cat, but I'm going to put my spin on it. Yeah. Say that. Say that. He ain't do it like I'ma do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Don't say he didn't do it right. Right. He said he ain't gonna do it like, like I'ma I'm, right. do it. I'ma I'm do a, it. He was in a car. I'ma I'ma put your ass in a spaceship. Right. So now we have the royalty and the and the mentioning where it needs to be. Now I'ma take what you said a step further as far as somebody. Um. Mm. Cause cause here's the thing. I I know. I sound kind of negative sometimes when I talk on the show, but I'm really not. <laughs> and I tell y'all, I know why these motherfuckers don't like me. It, it, there are some people who don't quite care for me, and that's fine. I'm not everybody's cup of tea because I am black coffee. God damn it. Mm, you're strong. Yeah, and and I'm not supposed to be likable to all. I'm, I'm out of this world. I'm Yosh 3000. I, I'm not meant to be understood or liked. I don't want to be liked by everybody. I don't want to be accessible um, to everybody. So a lot of times people will mention, you know, in our city that they don't like me. And when it comes back to me, I say, did you ask that bitch why she don't like me? Because I don't not like her. She don't like me. And so at one point in time, you got to get the backstory to shit. At some point in time, we had to have been cool for her to feel like this is why now she doesn't like me. So normally the backstory to why people don't like me is due to some money mm-hmm. that they owe me or a business transaction that went left. Mm-hmm. Now, I will always say I don't owe a motherfucker nothing. I don't owe anybody any money. A lot of people owe me money. I don't owe them. Business practices. I show up. I do my job. I do what I'm supposed to do. And I let anybody know if there's an issue, we can work it out. And that way, we don't part ways and you feel in any kind of way. But there have been people who have done some sneaky, snaky was, shit I, and, to and me that's what I was... in business. So a lot of times when people feel a way about you, it's normally due to some fuck nigga shit that they have done. And now they have to create this rift as to, well, I don't like them to number one, gaslight you. Mm-hmm. And number one, put you in a negative light because of the sneaky snake shit that they did. Mm-hmm. So always, 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 ladies and gentlemen, if you care enough. Get the backstory when people are talking negatively about someone and their storyline or their truth or whatever. Because I don't talk about people. I definitely don't talk about people doing less than me. 
I don't talk about people doing more than I am because I'm trying to get to their level. I am so laser focused on my business and my success and my personal life and the shit that I need to improve. I I don't have time for it. I think there was one time we had a conversation uh, about stealing your ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) we 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 know some folks that like to uh, steal your take other people's ideas. But the thing about it Mm -hmm. is when you when people do that. Um, they think it's easy mm-hmm. and it may be they mm-hmm. may have the the resources or the right. the mastermind mm-hmm. to, to go along but it ain't it, it it ain't gonna be the exact how you want it because you right. already had certain things in place right correct um people like that ain't gonna never succeed stealing you can't mm-hmm. steal somebody, somebody else and you may go far with it but at some point you're not going to know what the next steps are because for the most part, it wasn't purpose to you. It wasn't purpose to you. And I've seen many people uh, start a business that wasn't, Mm -hmm. it's like you telling me about a, and I'm your friend. Right. And then I go and I start. um, And when we had that conversation, Vaughn, and I know exactly where you're going with Uh this, and when we had that conversation, they were perplexed as to why I wasn't mad with this person for stealing my idea. I probably was one of those persons that looked at you like... And I said, and, and, and don't get me wrong, the person who actually took the idea that I had and made it their own... I'm still friendly with them. And you, you know, are. They, and, and they within, my mind because like, it's business. It's all business. It's all business. I didn't, I never invented the wheel. Right. But I'm, I'm a roll on that motherfucker. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. What did I tell you? I said, I, I'm happy that she, you know, took it and felt like she could do something with it. But guess what? That motherfucker ain't me. Right. I don't get and mad at anybody. Really right. I don't get mad at anyone who takes <laughs> something that I've done or that I'm doing because can't nobody do me like I do me. But do you see how that can be a confrontation? Mm-hmm. How it could have been a confrontation if if you weren't the type of person that mm-hmm. you are about the situation. Mm-hmm. You could have easily went to that person and confronted them about the idea and feel like you betrayed me. You know, this is something that I was planning on doing. And I came to you for guidance on big or uh, I talked to you about it because I can trust you. I can confide in you. And then you took my idea, my dream, whatever. And I don't even want it no more because it ain't the same now. Now that's probably how. But when you're going to stand on business like that, when you're going to stand on business like that, you have to make sure all your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Meaning, if you felt that heavily on that shit, then why didn't you have it trademarked and patented? Because why didn't you have a whole uh, NDA done once you discussed the business? So, oh, NDA. Yeah. Let's talk about that. But go ahead. Yeah. So there are there's big business that comes behind you can't take my stuff and do anything with it. Now, if I'm randomly at dinner or lunch talking to you about, yeah, I want to do this and I want to do that. We're having a discussion. We're throwing ideas back and forth. It's free game at that point. Mm-hmm. But that is also why I said be choosy and selective about what you discuss with who. So two things. Mm-hmm. Um 
NDAs. Do you believe that people should do NDAs at a certain level? Definitely. Okay. And number two, have you ever told someone something that you know really, you really didn't care about it being spreaded, but you want to trust? It's almost like, let me test the waters with this person, or let me see if this person is trustworthy, or um, is this person a loose, a loosey? lip person that uh and you just say something just to see if it's going to come back have you ever did that before no because i call that playing games okay i don't, I don't want to play games with somebody and be like i'm gonna just tell her and if it come back then i'm gonna know she said it let me tell you something i'm gonna stand up straight up like it is what it is motherfucker. Mm-hmm. if i said it i said it i said it and i can repeat it and that's how you know you get the un unadulterated truth. The unfiltered part of you. Unfiltered <laughs> part of me, the unapologetic part of me. But you know I am so genuine mm-hmm. because I've had people speak on my behalf and say, if you shared that shit, she can repeat it again. And I tell anybody, if someone comes to you, bring that motherfucker to me. And the three of us going to have a conversation because I'm going to stand on what I said and I'm going to say it in front of that person. If that person is having a discussion with you about me and I am not present, that's some bullshit. I... Bring them to me so I can have the discussion because maybe it's with miscommunication. Maybe we talked and you heard something, but I said something else because mm-hmm. we have all been guilty of sitting in a conversation Hearing what we wanted to hear and interpreting it our way and adding and taking away mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. I have been guilty of that. So I tell anyone. Just recently. <laughs> I tell anyone. I've told my supervisor, if you can't sit me and that person right. in this room where I can defend what I said, it wasn't said. Right. Get out my face. Right. I 100, 1,000% agree with that right there. Bring us all together. Mm-hmm. Bring us all together. But um, in the workplace, you know, sometimes, sometimes, and I'm not saying amongst friendships. Mm-hmm. I, I would never test any of my friends out. Ever test any of my friends out. But sometimes I feel like in the workplace when there's so much ish going on, I think um, to find a mole, mm-hmm. you kind of got to plant some sh- stuff. Yeah, just to see who the mole is. Let's and, and, let's and, say this. Let's say this. I'll go back to our old saying, Vaughn. There's no honor amongst thieves. So if mm-hmm. someone will bring you back information from somebody else, they don't have to bring you back. They can be the one just sending out okay. information. But how much can you really trust? What, what who's to say that they're not sending the information out so they can see if that person is trustworthy? They might be sending out something that that they don't really believe in or that's false mm-hmm. just to kind of see how it's it gonna gets shake back it. to you. So mm-hmm. the same way you could test them, they could be testing. They find I've the, never they done it, find, but I right. was just using the workplace as uh, an example. No, but what I'm saying is there could be a, a co-worker. Let's say you're in a supervisory position at your co-worker, at your, co- at your workplace, mm-hmm. and you have three ladies there. She wants to see if she can trust the other two ladies. Mm-hmm. So she gives them information to see if they're going to bring it back to you mm-hmm. for you to confront her about it. 
See, that's games. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's too much. It's too much. It's too and much. I don't want to do that. It's too so much. if there's something that I need to say directly to you, I'm going to say it directly to you. That way there's no second parties. There's no issues of, you know, well, I heard this, but this person really said that. Because guess what? The truth is always going to right. stand. Like old, The truth is always going to stand. Yeah. I remember my grandfather telling me one time, like, there's your truth, their truth, and the wall. Because guess what? The wall heard what really happened. Mm-hmm. But your truth is swayed some way. My truth is swayed some way. Because we're all putting our perception on what we heard. Mm-hmm. But the wall heard it all. Ooh, yeah. The wall heard it all. The wall how it really tied. was. The wall would have crumbled. The, the wall, wall is, the wall is neutral. <laughs> the wall ain't the, the, the wall tired. That bitch ready to come down. Tired of being the wall. I, the wall is ready to crumble because they ain't got time to hold no more lies and not and hold no more secrets and not and holding just a, it yeah and not just an NDA. But if I'm having an in depth like um, conversation with a supervisor, a coworker, or I'm having a business, I have a recording app on my phone. I take that shit. You know what that can say about you, Yoshi? You don't mind recording. I don't give a fuck. You do not mind recording. I I was on the phone with you. (laughs) You were on the phone handling some business and you you said, ah, because I got my... I said, oh, Lord, she recorded... That yeah. I need a second phone. Yeah, cause they lie. Cause, <laughs> I cause need a see, recorder. That's how you. That's how you trap a motherfucker off. Oh, oh. she lying. Cause I recorded the whole goddamn conversation. Yeah. Let me let me run that back turbo. Yeah. Cause what you not gonna and that's when people gotta stand on their shit. Got your receipts. I got my receipts. I keep them. So if you don't want to have a problem with me. Please be ready. I'm and and sometimes I let you know I'm recording you. Sometimes I don't. It's funny that you said that because um, going back to Cat Williams, you notice everybody <laughs> that he mentioned, <laughs> just about everybody that he mentioned, could not they they could not address mm-hmm. what he said. Only thing they was like, oh whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just need to grow up. He needs to do this. He need mm-hmm. to get out his feelings. Mm-hmm. But let's address what he said. No. That's wrong. That's because what's wrong there was with some people. truth and relevance to what he said. People do not want to address what's being said. Other, they rather deflect on. Oh, there's jealousy. There is insecurity. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, um, I just did. I did it better than him. Like whatever. But let's address the actual issue that's let's going on. Because jealousy. guess what? It was truth. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't any truth, you would be backing it up. That ain't what I said. I said blah, blah, blah. And some people don't need to defend their truth. I've come to this age in my life where if you think what you want to think. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't have to, to have to defend myself. I'm not under uh, a grand jury. I'm not I'm I'm not under surveillance surveillance. I'm not under any pressure to where I have to defend you, right. defend myself from you. So if you can think whatever you want to think, if you think I'm this, if you think I'm that, so be it. I know who I am Right now. Um, but when I pull out my receipts on you, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, that's going to be a whole different subject, a whole different conversation. But I feel like um, one or two things, either if I'm going to come out and have a rebuttal 
if I'm going to have that rebuttal, then I'm going to come out with with my receipts. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say, oh, she's just jealous or he's, you know, he's insecure. Who cares? Right. Either you say something to the person or you don't say anything at all. Yeah. I mean, if you say something to the person, then you're going to address the issue and not the feelings. You're not going to address the feelings. Well, I felt like you were. That's the problem. I felt like you were undercutting me, and or I Mm -hmm. felt like you just didn't. You know, you took something from ten years ago and were still holding on to it. No, let's talk about the issue. Or I'm not going to address it at all because guess what? Let people think what they want to think. But a lot of times, the feelings override the actual truth in the matter at hand, and that's what I can't fucking deal with anymore with people. I I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Did you give a fuck about mine when you said what you of said? Of course not. They did. No. So that's that's off the table. Let's talk about the facts at hand, how we can overcome this or how we can't and move the fuck on with our lives. And nine times out of ten, if you weren't a close person to me, mm-hmm. I'd rather write you off. Yeah. Because you didn't really have a factor in my life. Right. Um, if we were just acquaintances mm-hmm. or... Um, sometimes you can be business partners and that's all it is. Yeah. You don't have to be my friend to be my business partner. Mm-hmm. We have to have some uh, established some type of relationship, but you don't have to be my friend and I can keep you just where you are. But you said earlier, you shouldn't have to argue with your friends. Mm-mm. You shouldn't have to prove yourself to your friends. Mm-mm. You should not have to be, you are, you should be the most vulnerable the most open person you are with the people that you consider your friends. And and if it come to a point where you are and things don't play out, then that person wasn't really, wasn't your friend. They weren't Mm -hmm. your friend from the beginning and you gotta, you have to drop them. You gotta move on. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not even, um, I, I can't even say love, no love. I can't say there's love lost. You just gotta move on. There's no love loss. It was what it was when it was giving at that t- at that moment. Yeah. We had great times. Mm-hmm. We had, but you know what? That chapter has closed. No love loss. Right. On to the next. I'm not gonna hold a grudge. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate you. Um, I gotta have peace. Like you said, I, I don't need the smoker's lips or the crow's <laughs> crow eyes. Like I gotta move on. Yeah. I can't harbor those but feelings. why but here we are with the emotions why do we put so much feeling and emotion into the grieving process of i don't work with this fool no more versus hey you know i was with this person for these many years and we had some good times and it just didn't work and out it's over with yeah like that's what you call growth it just didn't that's work what out. you call adulting like hey i was in this situation i'm not anymore i've moved on and now you don't have those ill feelings and ill will against them. Like, oh, that motherfucker back up. Um, because there's, I think people that carry those emotions, um, they felt like the investment that they put into a person. And this is why finances would teach you, finances will teach you a lot about who you are. You know, people lose every day in the stock market, mm-hmm. stock market, mm-hmm. stock market Mm -hmm. but guess what they got to hurry up and move on to the next thing because if they sit there and dwell on what's no longer there you're gonna keep losing you're gonna continue to lose so think of yourself as a as as currency think of yourself as um you are the investment 
you see yourself spiraling, you see your money spiraling, what you going to do, keep spiraling with the money? Mm-mm. Nah, you trying to dig yourself up out that spiral on to the next because you got to get to a place mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. You got to get yourself to the next level. And if just think about the money going down the drain. Mm-hmm. Gravity Think about gravity. It's to pull you down. It's going to pull you down. So what you're trying to do, you're trying to get yourself back up to move on. Levitate. You cannot let your emotions stay where where it's going downhill. Mm -hmm. So think of yourself as a financial instrument. Mm -hmm. The market crashed. That relationship crashed. What do you do? You got people depending on you. You got your children. You got responsibilities. You got you got all this stuff going on around you. You can't afford to emotionally drain oh, currency spiral. spiral. Mm-hmm. You can't that much. It guess what? It may not even come back. It, there's a law in in finance. Once it's gone, it's gone. There's no such thing as I'm going to um, get what I what I was what I uh, lost. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You'll never get what you lost. Mm-mm. Once it's gone, you can't compound on what's what's gone. You can only move. You can only start fresh and, from where you are. And that's and move why up. they made the word reinvent. You got to. You have to. I I'm mean, big the, bucks over the, here, the, baby. The, 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 the prefix re on every word means to come back from. Mm-hmm. And I use a lot of re words. Rejuvenate, replenish, mm-hmm. revise. Mm-hmm. Like. Cause you gonna lose all throughout life, but you gotta power back up. You every gotta time. power back up, or and you, you can't you have your well emotions. Die. So I'm learning mm-hmm. um, to see the thing about I'm learning. I compartmentalize a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, business, relationships, situationships, whatever ship it is. I compartmental compartmentalize certain things. So. My emotions are not tied over here. Mm-hmm. I, I got that very down. I got that down pack. I already know. Bam, move. Um, but it's is I'm learning, mm-hmm. and I, I think I'm preaching to myself. But I'm learning to treat myself as currency. Mm-hmm. I can't when when it crash. I, I can't. I can't let my emotions go down with it. I gotta move on. But it's funny that you said how you kind of. You know, put all those ships into categories. Uh huh. Sometimes you're gonna stay and steer the ship, or you're gonna let the ship sink. I ain't in the business letting it sink. I mean, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Letting that ship sink or sail. Mm-hmm. You let the sink ship sail, or you keep steering it. Mm-hmm. So, this is a decision we make. Yep. You can let that ship sink, but you better have your damn life raft. Mm. Where you can jump on that motherfucker and be like, all right, so yeah, I'm gonna let that go on over here. I'm on so the that's life that rack. cushion. Yeah, you got to give yourself a cushion, right? You, or or a way out. That's a boundary. Yeah, exit. Your exit plan. There. So I think of cushion as sometimes being a boundary or your exit plan. Mm-hmm. What is your boundary? What is your limit? Because you know, our emotions can take us below our limit. And mm-hmm. guess what? I. I let myself the, slip. The emotions. Hold I on. let myself let's, slip let's tie, up. Let's tie the emotions to the anchor. What what, okay. what would an anchor do? Keep you in that same place, uh-huh. or um, sometimes something heavy on a boat will continue to allow it to slip into the abyss. 
mm. you know, to sink. Mm-hmm. So I, what do I always say? I'm light. I'm easy. I, ain't, I don't want nothing heavy on me, in me, around me. Because that shit weigh you down. Come over here with that heavy shit. Uh, throw you back. Uh-uh. Get off my boat. Hell no, we sailing around this motherfucker. So we constant, constantly need to put our mindset into... Um, evaluate. It's always good to evaluate yourselves, um, you know, so you won't get yourself in these arguments um, and find yourself emotionally drained from them. Um, these confrontations, find yourself emotionally tied to things and people. Um, let that shit go. Let it say go. what you gotta say. And let dip. it go. Let and make peace mm-hmm. with it. Whether um, don't always need closure. No, no. Well, I think the closure is is <laughs> the, the, addressing the situation, whether you had that conversation or if a person never had that conversation. Right. That is the closure. There. You know, it is. Take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth will always stand. Always stand. So with mm-hmm. that, we are actually ending our show. Um, we... Um, we're glad that you had, you know, you're part of the conversation with us and um, make sure you send the also very necessary letter. Let us know how we did today on our show. Any conversations that you want us to have or anything that piqued your interest. You can always send us a uh, email at the V-A-R-Y necessary podcast at gmail.com. Never miss an episode. We're on all social platforms. And you can also check us out on our website, the V-A-R-Y Necessary Podcast.com. And you can. I'm not Sue, so I'm going <laughs> to do this as best I can. Sue, come back. Uh, I know, because I ain't got it together, honey. And I can't pull it up in my phone. But you know the run spiritually, physically, mentally, do emotionally. Do something good for yourself. Self-care. Self-care. It's very necessary. And we out. Thank you.